It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from this morning. Well, that's another weekend over and done with. A brand new week about to unfold for us on this Monday morning. It is April the 17th for 2020. And last week on Friday, we were talking about the exclusivity of Turag there in Melbourne with Antoinette, trying to keep up with those cashed up buyers looking to buy into the most exclusive area of Australia. I wonder if that's going to be contentious with our next guest, uh, who is Monica Tu, the principal of Black Diamonds in Sydney. And a very good morning to you, Monica. Welcome back to the real estate breakfast this morning. Good morning, Craig. Lovely to be back. And what about that? Is that a a bit contentious calling Turak the most exclusive suburb of Australia? Oh, yeah. I I totally agree. I listened to your podcast last week. It's fantastic. The market is still going strong, and I do uh, agree with Antoinette, right? So there's so many buyers. We just don't have enough stock. In terms of Turak, you know, I'm based in Sydney, but we just sold a property of $32 million, not even on the market, within 10 days. Can you believe it? So you sold a property for $32 million in Turak, 10 days gone. Yeah, 10 days gone. That's before we even put on the market. Wow. Okay. So that sort of that that sort of goes to the point of exactly what Antoinette was saying was there's just not enough stock in the market at the moment. Not enough good stock. So the good stock means is is luxury, is good, and the market is just so strong. All right, then we'll stay there, Monica. We'll come back to Monica too in just a moment. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a first-time buyer, know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And in Sydney's real estate market, there really are two narratives at play. While interest rates are crippling many buyers, those in the top price point remain pretty active. In fact, uh, Knight Frank's 2023 Wealth Report has revealed that the top 5% of properties saw a modest increase of 1.1%, while the city's home values dropped by 12.1% in 2022. And Sydney's high-end buyers seem to be a little bit immune to interest rates with almost half of the prime market buyers being cash purchases and Australia's ultra high net worth population is forecast to increase by almost 31% by the middle of the decade and we will discuss more of the ultra wealthy coming up very soon with Monica too but firstly if you're celebrating a birthday happy birthday to you for this day, Monday, the 17th of April, and you are sharing it with Rooney Mara, the actor. She's turning 36 today. Jennifer Garner, she's 49. And Miranda Kerr, she's celebrating a birthday. She's turning 40. And Mike Carlton, the journalist, he is turning 77 today. Every morning from 6am across Australia, 
we deliver you the latest property news, commentary and predictions from Perth to Cairns and from Melbourne to Brisbane, seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast. On this Monday, let's see what's happening up in the skies. First, we go to Sydney and expect partly cloudy conditions, but plenty of fine spots and a high of 22 degrees. Good morning if you are in Melbourne this morning, partly cloudy and also dry. 21 is your forecast high. In Brisbane, fine and sunny, maybe a few bits of cloud. 30 is your forecast top and a 50-50 chance of one or two showers in Perth today. Expect a high of 24. We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am. Then on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week. Only on the Real Estate Podcast. And we are back with Monica Tu, the principal of Black Diamonds there in Sydney. And Monica, one of the common aspects right across Australia when it comes to luxury properties, as we mentioned at the start of the podcast, is the lack of supply. The stock is low and I would imagine none more so than there in the luxury market in Sydney. How frustrating is that for you at the moment in 2023? Oh, it's, it's really frustrating. You know, I'm a very positive person, but, you know, I, even yesterday I got no choice. I have to start calling other agents, just asking them what do they have? Do they have any stock? We can do conjunctions. So normally, you know, the agent doesn't want to talk to other agents, you know, they want to do everything themselves, but you know what? It, it just can't. So we have got so many buyers. I got somebody yesterday, I called, uh, you know, Bill Maloof in Double Bay, said, do you have any stock? 30 to $40 million. And this gentleman, my buyer is desperate to buy. So he put the offer on one, one property, $30 million. My, my vendor wants 32, which just a little bit different. But you know what? He said, come on, give me something, give me something. <laughs> and from what I understand is, and he wants to buy multiple uh, real estate because he's got three children. He said, Monica, it has to be fair. I want to buy something for my children. And it has to be all good. one buyer that will have three children, 10 million each for their three children. I said, geez, you know, I, I will be very busy. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just so much lack of stock. It's just unbelievable. Yes, and of course, you are selling luxury property to local Chinese and Asian buyers and the international high net worth individuals uh, who are coming to Australia. It was quite fascinating because Knight Frank released a report recently about those international high net worth individuals who are buying properties in Australia. And I asked Erin this question. What nationalities own prestige homes in Australia? This will be an interesting one for people to listen to. So I think there are a lot of preconceived ideas about who controls this sector of the market and who are the big spenders. But certainly based on prime residential properties in Australia, the top three international owners are, drumroll, (laughs) UK, the US and Singapore. Yeah, that's really interesting, I found, especially the US. No doubt you're aware of those top three. I think China comes in at four or five. 
I feel for me is because I'm specialized in the Asian uh, international buyers. So for me, still top buyers are still from China, and then we have like Hong Kong, Singapore, and yes, we do have a lot of inquiries come from UK and US. Yeah, I think for in terms of the results, what we have sold in the probably six months and still to、uh, Chinese. These Chinese are the people who been like living in Australia for a while. Just re- remember, everything we sell in Australia has to be sold to the people who has got a permanent residency. Past few years, a lot of people have the visa. If you are temporary resident within the SIV significant investors visa, you still have to pay extra stamp duty. So you know you and me probably pay four, four and a half to five, but they have to pay up to twelve percent. And the last few months, my God, you know a lot of like permanent visas approved. Including the people from Melbourne, from Adelaide, and these are the people who is our majority buyers. So they save the eight percent stamp duty, they become permanent residency rather than temporary residents. And this is the, our majority market、uh, last about six months, I would say. And all these properties goes to Australian Chinese. And as Erin mentioned to me, Australia has a larger than average percentage of high end buyers who pay with cash. In fact, forty nine percent of prime market buyers worldwide were cash purchases. However, in Australia, this figure is much higher. It's closer to sixty percent, according to their research. How does that kind of fit with your Chinese buyers? Oh, I think that's a really interesting, you know, a figure. And for us, it's like you know, anybody buy over twenty million dollars, so I, they're all cashed up purchases, but nobody really pay cash. So even they do have the cash, but they will not pay cash. They were still borrowing. Even the interest rate is a bit higher than average. But compared to the interest here and back in China, Hong Kong, Singapore, you know, I think it's still reasonable. What happened is that when the interest rate is going up, this is what they're thinking, right? This is from 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 the buyer, from all these wealthy buyers. They say, okay, so maybe this opportunity. Some people want to sell or dump their stock, and you know they cannot afford it anymore. So they're always ready to buy more properties rather than pay cash for the first one. So I'm talking about because the property we're working, you know, my average price is about thirteen million dollars. One three, so you know anything about thirty million dollars or twenty million dollars? You know, I don't really have any people just pay cash. Okay, this is the cash I pay for.、It. And I think the reason why high net worth individuals—I mean, it's a different playing field as opposed to somebody that is buying a property for one point five million dollars. They are absolutely borrowing to the hilt. They are stressed out. People that are borrowing with these high net worth individuals—they can service it, and it all comes down to that serviceability. And of course, they're never going to use their own money, and that's the point that you're making. They will just use the money to buy as many properties. Properties as possible, so it's going to keep you pretty busy if you've if you've got those three siblings, twenty five million dollars each. Did you say each? So we have two families. One is a local, actually Australian. So they've got three kids, and I said, Monica, you know, I I will spend ten million dollars for each of the kids, and you know, I just couldn't find anything eastern suburbs. There has to be eastern suburbs, right? Certain area. So another one is twenty five million dollars each. I said, oh, okay, that will keep me busy. That's for sure. So anybody has property for that price, please give me a call. <laughs>
<laughs> How frustrating. I mean, it's incredibly frustrating because you've got them ready to go, but there's just no product. No goods or suitable products. That's the problem. Everything we do is based on relationships and people say, okay, they will only buy from me. So which is like really good. Only buy from me. So yeah, but hurry up. So I'm, I'm just, today is my day. I've started calling everybody. Just expecting a call from Monica, right? I'm calling every agent in Double Bay and just please give me some stock. <laughs> and just before I let you go, Monica, what's been happening with your telly show, your TV reality show? Is that still on the, on the TV? Uh, just by the way, have you watched it? I haven't, no. Have you watched it? It's nothing against your TV show, but I just, as the audience knows, I just don't watch TV reality show. It's not, oh. it's not my thing. Well, I think you're not just stressed enough, you know. So normally, so what, I, I watch so much reality show because, you know, the, the work is stressful. So that's really a relief, you know, especially Lux listening to Sydney. It, it's like a comedy, right? It's so many different characters and it, it's just so much fun. Just watch it. It's more like a stress li- release. <laughs> yeah, the show the show is doing really well. And, uh, yeah, so everybody's asking, would that be a season four? So it's actually a bit of a talking point at the moment. But I got approached by another network they're talking about maybe do another show about real estate people love it i don't i know it's very addictive and talking about you know probably feng shui's and you know asian buyers a bit of fun you know uh we'll we'll see so i'll be i'll be start traveling a little bit doing road shows internationally because the border is open now for china and uh yeah southeast asia yeah it's very time consuming so we'll see we'll see It is indeed. All right, not enough hours in the day. Monica, lovely to chat, and good luck with trying to find some of those properties. And thanks for coming back onto the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Always fun. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.